0: Pulse 95 Live from the International Government Communication Forum.
1: Dr. Mohaditha, in today's discussion, we talked about cross-cultural education um, and how these international relations, like the one that the UAE has with Japan, for example, can impact and benefit the educational uh, sector. What is your take on that?
0: Thank you very much. Um, This is a very important question, and it's quite... uh, Uh, in the heart of what the UAE believes in and what Sharjah believes in which is bring the world to the UAE, bring the world to Sharjah. We here at Sharjah we always um, try to adopt the best practices from different countries whether it is Japan or Finland or Australia um, or or the United Kingdom or or the United States just to make sure that we have an offering that is um, diverse for our parents and our children, and to ensure that we have high quality uh, education for our children. And, and Dr. Mohaditha, um, what role does a government
1: communication play in the educational sector, and how can it um, enhance it?
0: Um, communication in general is crucial in any aspect or any, um, any area that you work in. Uh, we've seen it in COVID. We've seen the governments that have been very successful in their communication strategies and, and they brought the people together and we've seen, we've seen and it, it also it um, applies in education. Um, I think uh, the United Arab Emirates and specifically Sharjah does very well as far as communication is concerned. We, they are open channels for um, uh, in, in all kinds of areas and arenas one for example the most popular that everybody knows is the live radio uh, uh, line that uh, you know listens to from the government to to the people of Sharjah direct line and as well as uh, uh, you know and, and, and different topics get, get discussed whether it is in education or any other areas that really means uh, to the public
1: And how do you see the educational sector here in the UAE as as a whole or in general and specifically in Sharjah? How did it develop in the last, let's say, five to ten years from your perspective?
0: And a very important question. Actually, I just finished a session at at this forum, the government communication forum, with His Excellency, the ambassador for Japan, and we were comparing notes about... Uh, the education in Japan and education in the United Arab Emirates. It has really developed, the United Arab Emirates, uh, for those of you who probably were not here in the, in, in the 51 years ago. Uh, we had the literacy rate in the United Arab Emirates was very low. Uh, it was lower than 50% for both male and female. Today, the literacy rate in the UAE Nationals is more than 95%. This is a heavy investment in education that has happened over the last 51 years. So in the, so what I see coming up is continuous and, and, and continued investment in education, uh, especially in the Emirate of Sharjah being the hub for education and culture in the whole Arab world. And what is your take on the emergence of
1: artificial intelligence and technology and integrating it into the educational sector? Are you with or against it? What is your take on that?
0: That's a very interesting question, and a question that um, we all are debating as parents as well. You know, me as parents, like, I always want to, I'm not sure wh- how much can you allow and how much you shouldn't. I think we just have to embrace this technology. Educators must embrace this technology and actually use it to the advantage of our students. Um, there are so many good things that can, can, can be adopted from the use of artificial intelligence, um, and if we don't embrace it, uh, we are the losers because it's here. It's here. And you can't deny, you cannot say it's going to come. It's right here. Uh, but Dr. Mohaditha, the thing is that nowadays children or, or
1: school students, um, they are depending on, for example, ChatGPT or Google for to answer their questions or to answer their tests or to answer their homework or to do their homework for them. And I feel, from my point of view personally, it kind of paralyzes their brain. And what, I, w- I would like to know your take on that part, because of course, in, in everything, there's pros and there's cons, right? And I feel like this is the con of technology, right? And especially of ChatGBT and all those AI uh, emerge, the emergence of AI in the educational sector. From my point of view, I feel like it paralyzes the brain of the child. So how can you limit that? And how can you address that issue?
0: I think by being creative, I think the role of uh, teachers and educators is to become more and more creative in the way they assess student progress. It is no, no longer uh, those the ways that we used to assess. You know, we have to be creative and come up with focusing on skills because ChatGPT can give you information. They will not. It doesn't give you skills. So, so I think it's the challenge for our teachers and educators is how can you become creative to utilize ChatGPT and artificial intelligence, but in a way that you can actually really uh, see the growth in our children. Since we're having the cross-cultural
1: discussions that you just had a, a little bit ago, let's talk more about Sharja adopting some techniques and practices um, from other countries uh, to enhance its own educational sector. So how has Sharja done that and from what countries do you think?
0: So, Sharjah has uh, reached out to many different countries. And today, in the private sector in the Emirate of Sharjah, we have more than almost 130 private schools that offer 10 different curricula. We have, uh, you know, schools that offer the American curriculum, the British curriculum, the French curriculum, the German curriculum, the Filipino curriculum, and ten of them. That is that is such an opportunity for parents. I mean, it gives an opportunity for for parents, or as as well as the Australian curriculum, gives an opportunity for parents to actually look at what do they require, uh, and what is it that that they need, and to serve their needs. But. What Sharjah and what the UAE does so well is that it's not a copy-and-paste model. It is customized to Sharjah. So even if it's an Australian curriculum, it has elements of the Arabic language. It has elements of the culture uh, of the UAE and Sharjah. So it, says, it is the that customization of such curricula and such... Uh, um, in uh, you know, the new advances that we bring to the, to the, from the world to the emirates of Sharjah is really customizing it to this local region.
1: Uh, recently, the Sharjah Private Education Authority announced that about 25% of uh, nurseries and schools, they will go green or eco-f- eco-friendly, if we might say, by the year 2024. Can you just tell us more about it and talk to us more about um, how important this initiative is or this move is?
0: Well, actually, um, I was very impressed um, uh, that to find out that actually a lot of our schools had already started and have been doing this for years now, um, working on the environmental sustainability issues and working on, you know, practices in their schools, whether it is recycling or, you know, water conservation or or cleaning the beach or, you know, all these different um, uh, prizes and competitions that our schools always, in Sharjah, I know of, you know, competitions that happen at the the UAE level and Sharjah students are the ones Every year, they win these competitions. So this is a move um, to really bring together all these different efforts that have been that schools have been doing, anyways, uh, putting it together in a in a context of environmental sustainability under the whole theme of of COP twenty eight that is happening in the, later this year.
1: Speaking of themes, this is my last question. I know that you need to uh, assess to other things. Um, This year's IGCF theme is uh, Today's Resource Tomorrow's Wealth. So uh, from your point of view, how can the educational sector uh, here in the country help achieve this and specifically in Sharjah?
0: Today's Resource Tomorrow's Wealth is a theme that has been Embedded from the beginning of uh, the establishment of what his highness has been doing in education Uh, his highness, uh, sheik dr. Sultan al-qasimi and his belief in the um, Human capital and in the investment in the human where you see, you know Education is really what Sharjah is all about. So this theme, you know resonates so well with what is already happening in the Emirate of Sharjah and in the education sector, uh, and, and you have in the Emirate of Sharjah the whole offering for, for children from nurseries to universities. And you know, parents can be rest assured that in whatever cycle of, the, of their child's life, they will have high quality nurseries, high quality schools, and high quality universities.